What are the judges not seeing on the main stage that we need to know? Tatiana? Um, I don't think that you're seeing that Tyra is a complete bitch. That was Frank. Thank you. She has this diva attitude, like I am America's sweetheart, but she's not. I completely agree with what Tatiana says. I don't think that the face that you see of Tyra is what we're seeing backstage. Everyone asks Tyra to be quiet and, and not sing obnoxiously loud for an hour. I asked her to stop nicely, and she's like, okay. And then I walk across the room, and it's like, ah, 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 ah. She's almost saying, shit, or I'm making shit up. And it like really, really pissed me off because she talks so much about so many people but won't say it to their face. You really shouldn't play the victim. It doesn't suit you. You don't do it well. I was not doing that to make anyone upset or like make anyone unfocused. Well, maybe next time I will sing and maybe she'll get another horrible dress like she has on now. Tyra, do you think this really has to do with the music or something else? They're testing me. Mm -hmm. And it's like kind of pissing me off. Morgan, do you think I'm a bitch? No, I think you have a goal. Raven, do you think I'm a bitch? No. Sahara, do you think I'm a bitch? I think sometimes you're selfish. I think you need manners, girl. Just because I, when you give me a compliment, I don't give you one back, doesn't mean I don't have manners. Girl, I know I'm gorgeous. You don't need to tell me anything, Miss Thing. Just get yourself some manners so you won't look so damn stupid. <laughs> I feel like the transcript of that scene is just like a series of tote bags and t-shirts that I desperately want to make. <laughs> They're testing me. Like, yeah. Uh, and of course, that, and that is probably one of my favorite Drag Race quotes is Juju. You know, get yourself some damn manners so you don't look so stupid. Like, <laughs> well, you know, we did. We we started the clip right before one of my favorite quotes, mm -hmm. which is obviously, "White pumps are the sign of a true hooker," and I love you for that. I love that. I, I <laughs> that as well. Like that. When, before we started recording, I was like, "That'd be a great T-shirt." Yeah. That quote. Yeah. 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 Uh, and it's true. Yeah. No. And and it's true. Yeah. Well, and you know, as cereal mom would say, you know, you don't wear white shoes after Labor Day, <laughs> right? <laughs> Fashion hasn't changed, so. <laughs> Fashion's changed. No, it hasn't. Yeah, yeah. Suzanne Summers, this is my bad side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a brilliant line. Oh, I know. Oh, God. <laughs> so, clip of the week. Yeah, you know, this was um, the drama of the runway and between the girls has finally kind of come to a head. I feel like they're all exhausted. Yeah. This is season two. So I, d I feel like they weren't used to this yet. Maybe mm -hmm. they didn't really expect this. Right. Um, and I don't even think that they knew that it was happening, that they were so tired and that yeah. they were able to. It's interesting. I say so tired. It's like they're so tired. Tired out. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, each just being around each other for this amount of time yeah. and not really liking each other, it it it's it's bound to be magnified. Yeah. Well, and and whenever there is drama on the main stage, it's like it's so. I mean, these are queens who are not worried about their Instagram following. You know what I mean? Right. Like, oh yeah. W no one is gonna like act out like this now. But I just feel like these were queens who were like, you know what? Like the balls it took for Tatiana to be like. You know what, Tyra? I'm going to call you out right in front of Rue right now. I'm yeah. going to just go for well, it. Well, and they knew. It, I mean, Rue was like, Tatiana? Of course. Of course. <laughs> why would they ask this episode? Why would she ask Tatiana first? Why, mean, yeah, why would they ask Raven first? Yeah, right, exactly. right. Like, 
there's something, and we'll get into it later, but there's, there is something as, as iconic as this episode is, there is also something very produced about it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, the one moment I think that came out of this that I think is the, the, for me, why it's the clip of the week is, is Juju's wisdom where it's Mm -hmm. like, look, I don't need you to tell me it's not, Mm -hmm. it's not about manners. Meaning like, you're not complimenting me. Right. It's manners. Like you look fucking young and stupid right now. Right. I don't, I don't need anything. I'm good. I'm trying to give you something right right now. Yeah. Right. Because it was obvious, Mm -hmm. obvious that Tyra was just instigating and being a little mischievous. Absolutely. All of that. Mischievous. Yeah. All of that was, I mean, if we're going to talk about a con, we're going to talk about Tyra's long con. I mean, you know, in, in whatever way that she, as I said, you know, maybe the last episode is similar to Valentina. There's like, there's what you're showing the judges. I think someone tweeted us this. There's what she's showing the judges and there's what you see behind the scenes. Yeah. And this all felt reminiscent of the season nine reunion where they were just like piling on. And then she right. just snapped and was like, said that thing about Tatiana's dress. And I was oh, like, yeah. oh, that slipped out. That was like... Yeah, Tyra. Tyra was taking her earrings off, and she didn't even know it. You right, know what I mean? right, right, right. Someone like, was holding. That her was purse. not America's sweetheart. No, was it? Was it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I felt like uh, Tyra. Yeah, they were all beating up on her, and she had to do something. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I mean, she also felt guilt, and we see that in the untalked. Mm-hmm. Like she, she knows what she did. She knows what she did, and I think yeah. when we get, there was a lot of walking around circles and mm-hmm. being like, "No, I didn't hear you." It's like, "Well, no, I did this." It's like, "No, no, no, no." Let me tell you what happened. Right, right. Like let me tell you what really happened because this is what we all saw. Right, and then there's what you think happened. So, but the only problem that I have, and maybe we can talk about this more in untalked, is like. Why don't we see the footage of the physical altercation? Yeah, they didn't show that at all. And, yeah. and so you know, just just to spoil it all for you, Mary, I feel like it's to keep Tyra's storyline. Yep. Oh, I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, they can't show us Tyra being this aggressive. Yeah, and then pop a crown on her head. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It would be like popping a crown on Fifi or Roxy. Right. Or like maybe I'm first picks up India Farah, and then like you know what. Yeah, good. Stick around. <laughs> Actually, we're impressed. Put me down. Yeah, like, we'll put down the crown. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah you're out. Yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. mean, it's, uh, yeah, I, I think that a lot of this, again, we, and I say this all felt very edited. That was part of it, is what they were not showing yeah, us. Yeah, why didn't we see that? Yeah. I mean, that, to me, if, uh, and because they were even talking about it on Tuck, like, if you put your hands on another girl, you're mm-hmm. out. That's against yeah. the rules. And yeah. I guess it wasn't her hands. It was her chest. And I think they were, yeah, it was like, I, and I wonder if they had Splitting to like hairs. have that conversation. Splitting like, wigs. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Did, did she put her hands on you? No, there was body contact. It's like, right, right, right. Wow. right. And you know, Tyra apologizes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk about this later. But um, yeah. but but back to Juju, Juju B kind of ending this here. Mm-hmm. She did end it. She was yeah. like, no, listen, like, right. just be, just be nice. Right. 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 You could literally right now sit there and take this and mm-hmm. be like, you know, the, these girls obviously have an opinion about me. They mm-hmm. don't express it to me. Right. I'm good. Yeah. But she is tired and, you know, yeah. also feeling um, self-conscious. And at this point. And alone. Yeah, Tyra is very much alone. I mean, I think there's that scene where they're getting ready, you know, the you know, makeup stations, and Tyra is many stations down. Right. Away from the rest of them. And it's like that. I think that kind of sustained energy of always being separate, no one helping her, things like that. It's like that starts to pile on. You know what I mean? Right, like you, right. As much as Tyra can put up a front and and can kind of just like keep her eye on the prize and and have a goal. I think, as Morgan says, to to actively be out ostracized like that 
even if it's your own doing, right. you're, you're going to feel it. Right, and when your character is attacked mm-hmm. on a reality competition show that you thought was about your look and all of the effort that you're putting into your look, yeah. You know, you're gonna you're bound to be a little angry about it. Right. Well, you know, and she and, and Tyra certainly has her own opinions. Yeah. That's an interesting point though, that like, especially for season two, these queens are kind of coming in expecting this is about my drag. Yeah. This is about the appearance and the illusion I create. And right. it ends up being so much more about what's underneath the drag. Right. And I think later seasons obviously the queens catch on. Yeah, and I think that Tyra knows I, I and Honestly, there are plenty of people in my life that are like this, maybe me included, but that are just a little mischievous or mm-hmm. mischievous, 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 yeah, <laughs> mischief, <laughs> mischief. Sorry, Sweeney Todd. Um, no, I uh, and so it's it seems to me like she was just kind of being like kind of like mischievous in yeah. the in the workroom and singing over and over and over just to kind of get at those girls like she we watched her do the rack thing yep. like come on tyra who are you trying to fool <laughs> yeah just own it just why own acting it brand new? why acting brand new yeah. but at the same time the fact that she kind of like does that little wink like i'm america's sweetheart yeah wink, it's uh it's also kind of uh um alluring well exactly i think if it was just her acting out it'd be like she's it's a competition it's a drag race right mm-hmm. you know in in a drag race not uh if you think drag race like with racing right it was all about uh sabotage mm-hmm. and and pushing the other racers off the road and mm-hmm. you think of mario kart right with the banana peels sure. and all of the the shells and things like that right you know right Here yeah. we go. you know <laughs> yeah of course of course there's you know baby peach just trying to like <laughs> keep going on her bike um i'm, I'm all about that life yeah know? right <laughs> <laughs> oh, the original in 1984 drag queen. Absolutely, Peach. Peach yeah. Mario had no idea yeah. what was under that dress. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to the stage, Peach. Peach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, take a bite out of this, Peach. Yeah. <laughs> Juicy. Yes. Mm. yes. Tart. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed she is. <laughs> so anyway, Mary, do you want to move on to the episode? Yeah. Maybe we should tell our listeners what they're listening to. First things first. This, of course, is another episode of All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's our Peach voices, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. um, which, of course, is our podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race, the world of Drag Race, and the paradigm that RuPaul has created with this little beady beady TV show. Mm, I'm Johnny. And I'm Colin. And today, we are, of course, continuing our recap of season two with the epic Here Comes the Bride. Oh, and she came. Oh, and she came married William. Married William. She came all over my face. All over. (laughs) No prenup here. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Celibate, no more. Yeah. I went uh, from celibate to buy a bit. I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> Somebody's dad popped in for just a moment. Oh, get off the stage, daddy. Honk, honk, I'll be outside. Zaddy. <laughs> zaddy. Yeah, zaddy. Is that what the kids are saying these days? Yeah, you know, the first reference I saw of Zaddy or heard of Zaddy was actually on that show Insecure with Issa Rae. Oh, I haven't been keeping up with that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. You have to watch that show. That so her, City. Yeah. Her ex-boyfriend, spoiler alert, her yeah. ex-boyfriend Lawrence is having sex with his new girlfriend and in the middle of sex she calls him zaddy <laughs> and then after after they finish right. um, he says did you just call me zaddy <laughs> and she's like uh, yeah <laughs> so what does it mean it's it's like the i mean i i mean our marys can certainly chime in yeah, here but, but instead of daddy which kind of sounds a little creepy zaddy right. is more like 
mm, like my age. I see. So you're kind of like you're, you're taking the the sort of weird, or I guess for some people like uncomfortable. Like oh, you're like a dad. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like a, like I don't know. On on Urban Dictionary, it says like it's just like a really handsome guy. You know, I feel like I don't know. I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah. Well, for my Jews in the house, it sounds a little bit like Zadie. So it's really defeating the purpose. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know where it came from. Maybe people can talk about it, uh, where it it came from. But I guess like, um, uh, she, she, black China referred to Rob Kardashian as Zaddy. And so it's almost like a daddy, but like sexy. All right. All right. Yeah. I mean, it's just like a sexy dude. Sure. All right. I can get, I mean, I can get into it. I'm all for it, you know, but yeah. I just uh It just sounds like daddy. So I'm just kind of like, is it just like a way of saying daddy but like you're not my daddy? Right. Right. Yeah. Is it like I don't want to say daddy cuz I have so many like deep down father issues, so right. I can say daddy. Right. 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 Last yeah. last thing we we dive into with this. Maybe I when I, you know, originally heard that was like, no, is the Z is it really an X like generation X oh, like uh-huh. you know, a younger daddy? Right, a younger like <laughs> a younger daddy. It's just like okay. I, I think yeah. we're, we're. I think at this point, it's like no, you can't have like it's like a younger senior citizen. It's like no, you have a senior citizen or you have a younger person. You know what I mean? I feel yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't your daddy or daddy? Your daddy or daddy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, that was stupid, stupid, <laughs> stupid. We should zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so we have this bride challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, do you want to just jump in? We can start with, of course, this you know morning montage. Oh, yes. Where we get to see uh, Tatiana brushing her tongue. Because oh. if you're not brushing your tongue, you're not doing drag, right. Mary. Oh, man. <laughs> um, um, I will yeah. remember, I do remember Raven kind of looking a little yummy. I was like, okay. Putting on some jeans. Come on, underwear. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Feeling himself in the mirror. Totally, yeah. yeah. It was kind of a tweet moment. Yeah, you know? I think Morgan acted a hit the alarm clock moment. Oh, yeah. It's like, all right. Oh. Yeah, and the Oscar does not go to. <laughs> all right. Um, uh, fuck my ass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's competition. <laughs> Schmacting. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, you know, Tati cleans the mirror. So we're not quite in the rhythm of like no. the lip sync winner cleans the mirror. Yeah. <clears throat> it, it was almost like she, it was almost like a symbolic person gets to clean yes. the mirror. So Tatiana's like, I need to get rid of Sonique. Yeah. She's super negative. She had won the challenge. So it makes some sense. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, I I had the note that like, and it's just like a little micro moment of like Jessica kind of oh, ha- I wrote this having too. a talking head about like really seeing Tatiana's potential that like, you know, people are underestimating her, but like, you- right? We've heard this later in uh, future seasons, but like, yeah, you don't really know anything. You mm-hmm. don't know what the judges want, really, right? You, right, because you're in your own head in this competition, and you're not seeing the full picture. You're not fe- seeing also the producer storylines, right? Right, yeah, yeah. And so if you're not thinking like a producer, Alexis Michelle, right, you don't necessarily know what uh, who's going to go home and why, and, what's working, what's yeah. not, who's who's got an intriguing storyline, who's there to stay, right, and not. Yeah. Tatiana didn't didn't do well in the snatch game, but it's like, no. well, there was there would have been more drama had mm-hmm. Tati won. Right, right, yeah. exactly. Um, but what it got me also thinking about was I really could clearly divide the adults and the children in the room at this point. Okay, um, go for it. So Jessica certainly is an adult in the room. Tatiana is, Pandora is, and Juju is. Okay, and then the children in the room are Tyra, Raven, Morgan, and kind of Sahara because I think that she. Like I, I don't think of her as immature, but I think that she goes along with the pack. Yeah. Um. But I think that she's got a very like 
mature emotional energy. I think she's the the more the competition goes on, I think she's starting to focus more. She's like, oh shit, I'm getting farther, and yeah. she's also getting a little bit more nervous. So maybe yeah. she's not speaking out. Uh, you know, it's interesting because she goes home next episode, but mm-hmm. she didn't get much camera time on this episode. No, not really. Yeah, it, you know, usually it's like when there's like those, the bottom two queens, you kind of often we follow them. You know, yeah. you kind of follow their journey downwards. Right, the bottom two. But right. Again, this episode we follow the top. Yeah, we really and the immunity. Yeah, yeah, we really don't follow Morgan or Sahara that much at all this episode. Right. It's interesting. M- Morgan we 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 get a lot of actually. We get a lot of her talking about her boyfriend and gay marriage. Oh, right. But and I'll bring this up later, Mary. Yeah. But of course we don't remember the gay marriage discussion yeah. because of all of this, you know, localized drama that's yeah. happening. And yeah. for me, it's a bigger metaphor, mm-hmm. which I'll, I'll get to when we get to that moment. We're going to marry out. We Mary's. will marry out. Yes. Marry out. Um, so yeah, we get this mini, mini box challenge. Queenify your box. Um, which I thought was, you know, a, a cute idea. It was like, okay, you know, make a box that represents you. It was, you it's know, a sweet. fun craft. Yeah, it was yeah. fine. Um, um, I didn't understand why they had to use, Oh, oh, because it's something borrowed. Yes. Something, oh, that's mm-hmm. so clever, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, of course, there's more fighting for supplies, which you know I hate. Oh, God, yeah, I just, hate It's that. like, ugh. I, I just yeah. always, I think I just put myself in that situation, and I'm like, I'm going to end up with a bunch of googly eyes and pipe cleaners. Right. You know it's, what like I mean? when, it's like when the teacher says, all right, everybody choose a partner. Oh. I'm like, you lazy teacher, choose for us. Yeah. You should know who to partner. How dare you put me in this situation? Come on, we're all multiple learners here. We don't know how to do this. <laughs> right. Yeah. At least have us count off by numbers for God's sake. Right, right. The popular kids are going to choose each other and then you're going to, it's like, it's like why you don't have people pick teams in gym class anymore. Yeah. You can't do this anyway. Right. Um, Because then there I am like Nina Bonina Brown looking to the left, looking to the right and nobody's making eye contact. (laughs) 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 Oh, I know. I don't, I I do not need that. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so this was, uh, it was, why did we make that connection to this? Oh, the the supplies. Oh, supplies. Yeah, yeah it's just like yeah. no, 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 no. Everything should be kind of like divvied out equally. Yeah, yeah. Sense. But of course, it's drag race. No, and it's competition, and it's more fun mm-hmm. to see them fight like animals. Right, right. Yeah. Of course, exactly. Because yeah. it's the Hunger Games. Right. So, um, <laughs> so happy yeah. Hunger Games, happy, bitches. Oh God, may the odds be ever in your favor. Ever in your favor, my darling. I think she says something like that. Mm, and it's oh, Chad Michaels. Chad Michaels. <laughs> I think we'll ever do an All Stars recap. All Stars One. Yeah, I don't think I can right now. I, no, not I know. Well, I mean, like I'm just not emotionally ready right now. Yeah, I to feel do like, it. Maybe in a year or so. Right, because even like <laughs> I know, right? Well, we have a lot of time. We don't have to do it for a while. Right, but right. like I remember, like when this girlfriends did it, and they started off strong because the first episode. Well, we knew when they started. I'm like, this is gonna go right off the. And rails. there was this one episode, like three or four in, where they were like, "Fuck!" They were like. I don't have any more notes. I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> I don't want you to say, Miss Merle. I, I got nothing. Yeah, you know? Miss Merle. <laughs> I can't oh, wait. That's, I can't a good wait for moment. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. Anyway. That's so, Raven wins. Uh, I think this was totally arbitrary. I don't think it had anything, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like exa- we, we get a little tea on Tyra, uh, kind of a little setup, a little act one gun of Tyra being like, yeah, you know. The copy. They all just want to be like me. Right. And I'm like, okay. And this happens again later with the stubble. Yeah. Uh, so, we're kind of getting... They're, they're, the producers know what's coming or they they're setting up what's coming for us that Tyra is feeling um that she is 
you know, that other people are coming for her. Yeah, I took the note, and I don't know if it's a thing, but I made I just the note of, like, Tyra's paranoia. Is Tyra paranoid? Mm, I don't know if it's paranoid. It's more like an Alexis Michelle, like, oh, this I'll take this as mm-hmm. a compliment. So this is not a Nino Bonita Brown situation, no, I don't think. No, yeah. I don't think that Tyra is really that... Um, that pressed Shaken. about it yeah, yeah. i yeah. really don't because i think it's like I think she's she's super focused yeah it's like they're copying me but like i'm the original like they're hydrox i'm oreo you know right yeah <laughs> it's 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 a way it is a defense mechanism but it's also a way to avoid mm-hmm. any sort of um I- intrusion mm-hmm. right and i think it's smart it's like yep okay that's just them doing this right. instead of allowing the thought of oh my god they're copying me oh my god they're gonna do it better mm-hmm. you know where yeah. she could go down that road but she's like nope I'm better. I think it gets to I'm her better. later. And I think when when we get to, they're testing me. Oh, like, right. But I, at this point, she's still I, not shaken. Right. Because, and that's not true either. I don't think that she's being tested. I agree completely. That's where I feel like yeah. you're opening a brown. It's right. like, nobody's yeah. talking about you. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Exactly. Well, they were all <laughs> talking the, about but her. They, well, no, but Nina was like, <laughs> oh, except right. Nina, oh. they were talking about Nina sometimes. Sometimes they were. Yeah. Uh, just about how concerned they were. Yeah. So anyway, Raven picks. She picks Morgan first because that's her, you know, butt buddy. And they're yeah. kind of, the producer are creating kind of this like little duo mm-hmm. that will be broken up by the end of the episode so right they, they, i think that they're keeping that storyline of like okay morgan's gonna go home yeah so we should give this you know because we also notice that raven gets better after yeah. this episode it, morgan th- seeing morgan in this episode is contributing more to Raven's storyline right certainly. right yeah. right because mm-hmm. there's something about um looking after your girls but there's also something about being an exclusive little mean girls club Mm -hmm. and i think that's what especially on this episode with the burp oh i don't need that i not anyway raven picks morgan and then juju for helping her win and then sahara and jessica and then tyra yeah um, and who i i liked when she said i like a challenge i'm gonna go with the ugly one i, was I, like, okay, I respected that i yeah. was like okay all yeah. right and you know it's not like she's not talented like she couldn't fucking slay a dress well and that's what i felt like. i was like oh tyra like any of these dresses you know you're gonna turn out this is what you do really well you yeah. can create a look yeah so and it makes sense that tatiana was picked last she has immunity and i think that was yeah. fair of raven like i yeah. don't think that was necessarily too shady no i think when raven explained even it though, later t- even, even though i i oh god it was super annoying during the mini box challenge when Tatiana was talking about her colors mm-hmm. and then Raven kind of looks over at Morgan with like kind of an eye roll. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, Raven, put down the mean girl fucking shit. Yeah. And the minute Morgan goes away, she doesn't have an audience. Oh, which is so important. Yeah. Like, the, the, a, a real mean girl queen is nobody without her, her army. Her army and her yeah. minions. Her yeah. army of skanks. Yeah. Mean girls. Yeah. 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 So I'm, I'm very keen to watch Raven next episode through this lens of not having her little friend yeah you know because right. juju she calls juju in in untucked her right hand you know right hand man but juju i think no you know, juju's like okay she's like no uh you're my left hand girl <laughs> <laughs> miss miss honey miss thing miss thing miss honey <laughs> um so yeah so i i wrote down the burp of course wedding day um these are these are the butch queens right these are the boys club yeah right yeah. it's like the boys feel like they are more entitled these are the popular girls these yeah. are the ones that are able to pass quote unquote that's interesting the queens there's a there's a correlation between the queens who are more masculine and more passing as male which is a big factor in this episode. and attractive as boys too yeah 
and like yeah you know, who has more power in the room i mean it's tatiana has you know in some way with this group so little power yeah and it's interesting because raven even reads tyra later for having a, for being flabby and having a flabby body maybe uh oh. later in the season oh, oh i remember that yeah i think on the rocker chicks episode uh, mm-hmm. because she wore uh, a wife beater and oh whatever. wait i thought you said that she criticized tyra for being flabby. oh sorry tati. tati that's right oh yeah. sure yeah and mm-hmm. it's interesting just to hear that and also know that sh- that Raven is uh, this butch, you know, thing. Yeah. Um, and kind of in this, you know, this 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 mean girl's coven. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I I think this is now that Morgan's leaving. I I'm I'm wondering if I'm going to be swayed into like cheering Raven on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm I don't know yet. One over. I don't know yet. Um, you know, it's interesting because <clears throat> Raven had a lot of fans, and I remember loving Raven. My sister Nancy loves Raven. Nancy. Um, awkwardly, right? Yeah. She's like, "Oh, I love Raven." I'm like, "What?" You, what? Right. But she, Nancy, my sister, has watched every episode of Drag Race. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't and think she watched season nine, but she, because uh, you know, having a kid and a job sure. and whatever. Right. Um. But uh, yeah, she she certainly loves Raven. All right, you know, there's room People for like, everybody. <laughs> Let's just say that. Let's just say that. <laughs> Never more. <laughs> um, so, so anyway, so so the other the other part that I thought of uh, before all these challenges is that Matthew Anderson comes in mm-hmm. and gives a master class on makeup, much like a Lady Gaga. Oh, I know. I love this. This was so brilliant. I wish this happened more often every I season. Think, or... Yeah, it, I, it is very RuPaul school for girls, but mm-hmm. um, it it certainly shed light on. Uh, some some important things that I didn't know about makeup. Right? Oh, I just the feedback that he was giving. It was like, oh, this. It, it was like Lady Gaga it was like, if you're gonna listen to anybody, he's the one to listen yeah. to. And and this is so much better than like All Star Season Two, where Anastasia Beverly Hills is like, I'm gonna do your mom's eyebrows, Katya. And it's just like, <laughs> what is going on right now? This is so stupid. Like this felt like I. It it, it really felt like Tim Gunn in right. Project Runway. Oh like, yeah. Oh, you're giving like. With awesome pictures feedback. and things. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, obviously, Tyra didn't have much feedback. Except right. she needed to be moister. Right. Uh, right. Which, and I love the shade she gave. Oh, right. Like, well, actually, you know, all those other girls have oily skin, Ooh. and I don't have oily skin. Right, right. <laughs> like, what? Like, oh, Tyra. <laughs> you know, and again, like, oh, 21. So and oh, just my God, yeah. Reading at a much higher level. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, um, it was so clever and shady, and I, yeah, it was very entertaining. Um. <laughs> you know, I, um, I the one thing I wanted to mention as well that um, I think Raven says this, you know, in this segment, sort of describing the challenge, and she says the challenge is marrying the masculine and the feminine in one amazing wedding. Oh, there you go. And I mean, this is definitely a part of this episode I'm really excited about. Oh, yeah, <clears throat> is like especially for season two. They've oh, never right. since had purposeful boy drag yes. on Drag Race. Yes, but season two, which is an incredibly fishy season, right. was like, no, you have to get into boy drag. Right. And I love seeing what that does to these queens. Yeah, they some had, of them looked like drag kings. Some of them looked more comfortable mm-hmm. and more natural yeah. as their their female personas. We get such a range of responses yeah. that I, I really think, um, like the notes that I have, because after Matthew kind of gives all his feedback, then they cut to the queens getting ready to do their, um, their groom photo shoot. 
Um, and yeah, there's like Juju anxious because she's not a very masculine man. Right. And right. I, and Pandora the same way. She's like, I kind of, I just feel like a drag king. I don't feel Pandora like a woman. Pandora totally figured it out though. Cause mm-hmm. she used it to her advantage and yeah. made something really funny and created a story. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's like Pandora's edge is like, there's, she's kind of right. like, it was that, a kimchi kind of like, I can't dance. So I'm going to be a character mm-hmm. that can't dance. I'm going to make this an iceberg. There's a lot going on underneath. That's going right. to like bolster whatever you're seeing. Yeah. 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 Um, it was really smart. You know, I just, just, just just the idea about um, the male drag and this episode being about gay men that need to love and marry themselves, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And and they need to embrace all parts and sides of themselves, right? Um, had a had a really strong message in 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 that sense, right? Obviously, there's the uh, marriage equality issue, which at the time of this episode it wasn't legal, right? In uh, all fifty states, mm-hmm. fifty one. Um, <clears throat> It wasn't legal yet. Um, so there's that aspect. But then there's this idea that like, yeah, you're marrying yourself, mm-hmm. all parts of yourself. And I think that, uh, again, going back to the gospel of RuPaul, mm-hmm. that is super important that you're accessing all parts of yourself and you have mm-hmm. to love all parts of yourself. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, and I think especially in this context, there are so you know, most of these queens we were just talking about, like queens like Morgan or, or Raven who have more of a grasp on their masculinity or 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 perform let's just say perform their masculinity a lot more regularly where then you have a queen like sahara who's like oh now i have to be a boy right and it's not sahara being out of drag it's putting on another gender yep and i think for so many of these queens um where especially if it's a queen who doesn't necessarily like i know like i think pandora is recently or at some point has come out as like gender fluid Uh so for queens who don't identify as male Watching them get into boy drag is just as yeah. fascinating yeah. as watching them get into you female really drag. You really see gender as a spectrum mm-hmm. in when when the queens are forced to do uh, exercises like this. Yeah, because you're like, oh, this looks totally unnatural. Yeah, and you see the performance of masculinity mm-hmm. because normally we don't see that, right? It's invisible to us as a yeah. society. We see the performance of female because right. of makeup, and it is like almost like a performance, right? Whereas I remember boys when they went on stage in the theater, right? It's like it was like, why do I have to wear makeup? Right. I'm a boy. Right. Boys don't wear makeup. I used to love it. I'm in sure high school. Like, right? oh, I get to put on base. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and blush, you know. Oh, yeah. Like, He's like, of course I want mascara. Get over here with that wand, yeah, you witch. Right. You know? <laughs> you witch. <laughs> you witch. Um, no, and so I, uh, yeah, I loved seeing that. Because yeah. we do get to see inter- gender yeah. you know what i mean what's mm-hmm. in between and all of these girls essentially are in between at some point right because they put on they can put on both yeah and it just reminds you that people are people mm-hmm. they're not necessarily gender they're just yeah. people with parts and it made me think about how like the, the queen's out of drag i know we we're just talking about raven and morgan being more masculine but in general when we're seeing the queens out of drag in the workroom i'm not registering how feminine or masculine they are as 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 people, you know what sure. I mean? And it, it reminded me of that. It's like, oh, at no point am I thinking like, oh yeah, I guess Juju is kind of femmy. Like that doesn't read to me. I'm just like, no, Juju's just Juju. Right. You know, and right. I don't like. But I wonder as gay men, because we're exposed to it all the time, mm-hmm. and I shouldn't say exposed, like it's this naughty thing. Right. But just because we are used to it um, and uh, interact with it often, um, I think that has something to do with it. Whereas yeah. if I was a straight, you know, person living in, you know, uh, someplace some washington dc mm-hmm. and i turn on the tv and saw these gay men i'd be like oh well there well, these are gay yeah that was really different than what yeah. i'm used to because i usually go to 
where people are putting on masculinity mm-hmm. and people are putting on femininity and yeah. nobody is being themselves in between. Right. I, I hear what you're saying. I feel like, you know, you do, you don't hear it as much when you hear it all the time. Right. But I think I definitely still register if I meet someone like there's that kind of thing of like when you meet someone and you're like determining if they're gay uh-huh. and we pick up, we, we choose the obvious hints. It's like, you know, okay, what's their voice like? What's, you know, how do they, right. what's their body language? Sure. Things like that. Um, how are they looking at me? How are they looking at me? Right. Yeah. How do they look with their pants on my bedroom floor? You know, like things like that, but I, um, or kitchen, whatever. But, uh, oh, I, 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 there's, I feel like I'm, it's programmed in for me. And maybe this is just like, from evolution of being gay and wanting to identify other gay people, right. whether for from cruising to just community, right. that like when I meet somebody new, I, I very quickly do an assessment. Mm-hmm. Like I just started a new job like a little over a month ago and I just uh, assessed every guy in that office oh, I see. as soon as I met them. Yeah. And I wasn't even a conscious choice. Right. Um, right. We do it unconsciously. Yeah. yeah it's unfortunate mm-hmm. um, because we shouldn't. We should, well, I mean, we should I, focus on other things, yeah. not, not who they sleep with. But I, th- I mean... I, I think that obviously there's the part of it of like, oh, are you, you know, there's that kind of like, how can I connect with you? It, there's a lot of that. Yeah. There is that primal level of like, oh. Well, I certainly feel safer when I'm around gay people, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, just because I have issues with straight men, you know? I mean, that's not a tangent, but this job, I mean, the job I had before I worked with all gay men because mm-hmm. I worked for a gay hookup app. Um, I worked for Hornet. Um, I didn't work for Grinder, and so then I quit that gig, and then I'm working for another company now that's mostly men. I would say like 80, 20 men to women, and in my office, it's a lot of um, these like tech guys who were kind of like they're they're basically different different be- different betas. You know uh, what I mean? Oh, I see. So there's a lot of watching men. Because there's all mostly betas, there's different like levels of it. Who's right. more alpha? Who's less sure. alpha? Oh, I see. And then there's like one or two true alpha men. So do they? Do you think that beta men also do what gay men do in the sense of like whoever is the most masculine and whoever passes the most kind of wins? I'm telling you, there's so oh, so there's this one guy in the office who's like super alpha, and he's a very dominant, aggressive energy. That I can't get into. I'm just like. Oh, who do you think you are? Like right. enough. Um, you're an accountant, Mary. But it, when he's in the room, everyone else codes to him. Wow. And talks like him, like a raven. Yeah, and like they all kind of want to impress him and be as no nonsense as him. And wow. And code to his rhythm and dance to his beat. Uh huh. And there, there. One. It's point, fascinating <clears throat> to see that that happens in the straight community. Absolutely. I mean, why? Why am I so stupid? Of course it does. Mm-hmm. But how it happens? Why? Because the thing with that is, it's watching these these men who they have, they have to code in a certain way. They can't look too engaged. They can't, there's, there's a, there's a way of having to engage without seeming too interested. Right. It's really fascinating and frustrating. I mean, I work in an office with mostly gay men. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly gay men. And it's, you know, and having worked with mostly gay men, that has its upsides and its downsides. Yeah. Um, but this, everyone's very nice and there's definitely gays in the office. It's, it, it's a gay inclusive, it's sure. a, a liberal well, environment. City, yeah. yeah. So I'm not worried, but um, it's, it, it's to uncomfortable s- in see, some ways. You know, always to see people putting on masculinity. I think for us as, as people who see outside of gender, mm-hmm. it is uncomfortable, right? Yeah. It would be like when, if I was a woman, seeing people put on femininity mm-hmm. uh, in the in female, you know, cis female community, mm-hmm. uh, it, you know, it can be a little much. It's like, right. why are you acting so passive? Why are you, you know, putting on so much makeup? Why are, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's like, why are you, 
why are you doing this whole act for us right now? Right. You know, and when this you whole can, stance, this whole posture. When you and when you can see all the gears turning. Yeah. You know, yeah. we talked but about that. But only we can, right? Yeah. I mean, not everybody can see it because we see other people just kind of adhering to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, uh, it, which it, is it, oh god, it's it's so dangerous sometimes. Yeah. Well, it is, and it and it feels so. You know, and this isn't to be like superior because I get stuck in my own matrices, my own things, my own spaces where I'm like, I pop out and I'm like. What did I believe was real? That's not real at all in this moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. But when you're able to kind of have that moment of of clarity, and you see other people doing the dance, you doing, can laugh. You can laugh at it, and you have to. Yeah. Because yeah. if you take it seriously, it's going to drive you fucking crazy. Oh my god! Yeah, it's it's you, it's hard to interact with, and mm-hmm. you have to understand that you know these are people's lives, and yeah. these are people's paradigms, and this that's is, and you can't shatter it because right. and you can't change it. You just yeah. have to live in your own. So sometimes you have to let people do their drag. Exactly. When you I know? see this, I'm like, this is not your place to be like, you're all performing, you're right. coding to him. <laughs> right. Like, no, like this is not right. that moment. Right. And it's also, sometimes you have to like block it out of your head. I have so to put headphones can, on. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. I can just live my life. Yeah. And so, so it's such an interesting discussion then to see uh, that we're having because mm-hmm. of putting on masculine and then putting on feminine because yeah. of this episode. Now, I do want to just state here that this idea of gay marriage not being legal and mm-hmm. this idea that we need to embrace all parts of ourselves, that we can put on gender, that we can put on masculinity. Of course, these are huge topics mm-hmm. for the queer community to address, right? Yeah. Like we can all agree that these are big ideas that we need to fight in mm-hmm. our society, right? It is a fight. This, it's a storm that we need to fight. Well, I think these are defining qualities of when you think of being culturally gay. Like there's that idea of being culturally Jewish right. versus religiously Jewish. Okay. Culturally gay. These are things we should be discussing. These are things that we feel strongly about. These are things that yeah. are defining right. of gay culture. Right. They're big cultural things. Yeah. Now, in in true form, if we're going to take this metaphor of, of big ideas versus little ideas, this episode of Drag Race is trying to have a discussion about these big things in, yep. in RuPaul gospel form. Mm-hmm. But what does what takes the front seat? This gets pushed to the back seat yeah. because what takes the front seat is petty interpersonal drama. Yeah. Between gay men, the fighting and the little bickering yep. because I feel this and I feel this and you did this and you said this all takes front seat and it, it, we have to move past it. it and I love it. how RuPaul's <clears throat> like, we need to, we, we cannot fight. Yeah. We have to get along because it's true. Mm-hmm. If we're going to have discussions about big cultural issues that we all need to fight and we yeah. all need to talk about. We, because they try to have marriage discussion throughout this episode, right. but the Tyra Tati drama just kept coming in, and it's yeah. like, God damn it! Can we just put that away for a second? It's we have important things to talk about. It's a metaphor, absolutely. You for, know, for really, I mean, why are we talking about Tyra and Tati fighting yeah. right now? Mm-hmm. Currently, you know, right, there's right. there's political drama going on. That we would be so much stronger if we put this shit down. Yeah, if we were not to be so. But it's easier. <clears throat> it's easier to take a side here. It's easier mm-hmm. to see and to and to uh, to emote here because mm-hmm. the rest of it is horrifying and sometimes too big. Well, yeah, I mean, of course, it's like people. This this is something that crosses sexuality, gender, wherever it's like the world. I mean, if we're going to look at 2017 and we're not going to get political, this we're going to make this a, a place of uh, being a break from politics. But we all know it's a rough place out there. And, yeah. and whether you want to look at it politically. No matter where you are in the world. <clears throat> yeah. You want to look at it environmentally. Big like, shout out, by the way, to our listeners in Dublin. Um, our Dublin listeners... Uh, 
surpassed our listeners in New York City this week? Well, <laughs> crikey. No, oh, yeah, Solancha. <laughs> Crikey, know, that's Australia. I know that. Uh, I'm Solange, being ignorant. Yeah, <laughs> I'm being ignorant. Yeah. We all know. We all know. <laughs> um, you yeah. brought out a Bennigan's reference. Don't be coming to my house and judging my cooking. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, I, I think that this is something that is emblematic of the way, the fact that the fact that we will focus more on what's going on with the Kardashians than we will with what's going on in name the thing. Right. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. Name the, like, I'm not going to go down Again, the it's a distraction, right? And it's so also, to be distracted by local drama is mm-hmm. easier than, than looking at the bigger picture. Yeah, and I think also there's a lot of it, I mean, again, we talked about before about making unconscious choices. I think there's a lot of, this is a topic we've talked about a lot on All Right, Mary, but I feel very passionately about it, about the ways we treat each other in the gay community yeah. and choosing kindness and not choosing the bitchy remark. Right. I, I drive it's this hard. point home because it's an epidemic. Yeah. And and I yeah. don't use that word lightly. It, yeah. This is this is keeping the connections weak. Oh, and yeah. the more we reinforce this culture of being bitches to each other oh, yeah. because it makes us feel fabulous and, right. it, and it tickles our ego's balls. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? I mean, last night I, I saw an old gay friend that I hadn't seen in a little while. And the first fucking thing he says to me is an insult. He yep. insults my appearance. And I said to him, to his face, I said, oh, I cannot wait for the day when you know that it feels better to say something nice to me mm-hmm. than something negative to me. Yeah. And he just laughed and he said, yeah, maybe one day. Because yeah. he knew. He heard it. Of course. Of course. I mean, I, I just, because those things only work if we all if we all sing the same tune. You know oh, what I yeah. mean? If we all corroborate, if you throw something well, back. Well, you also have to just be, be your own island sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then eventually people will come to it. You know? Yeah. yeah I mean, you've got you've, just, if you are just nice People will keep being mean to you, keep being mean to you until mm-hmm. eventually they're like, oh, shit, I this is all me. Mm-hmm. This is all me. And this takes so much energy. And I feel terrible about yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, choosing to be nice. It's it can be really quick. How, right. Because someone will try to throw some barbs at you and you're just not volleying them back. And you're giving them what they really want, which is a positive interaction. Right. Like it's it's yeah, it's. I think what we're seeing in this episode is a really interesting example of like, like a micro example, a snow globe of, of what's going on Sure, is that we are infighting and we're treating each other like shit. And meanwhile, the car is going nowhere because we're not collaborating for someone on the, someone steering the wheel and someone's pressing the gas pedal. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Somebody's changing the gear. Somebody's Mm -hmm. taking care of the music. Somebody's looking out the window. Someone brought the snacks. Who brought the snacks? Right. 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 (laughs) The fruit snacks. (laughs) The fruit snacks. (laughs) Oh, I saw Thorgy Thor at Metropolitan Bar a couple nights ago. She was um, auctioning off things in her closet. Fabulous. At Metropolitan, she was dressed as a mummy. Oh. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah, it was really great. Oh. She was, uh, it was a fun night. I mean, I'm not drinking this month. It's Sober October. Good for you. Uh, so it was hard to not have a good time and drink there. Yeah. But um, I still had a good time with some funny jokes and some cool looks. They had different queens coming out and all of her stuff. Oh, that's great. Um, I will say this. Unfortunately, there was a huge shower curtain that uh, she was auctioning off. It was a fabric shower curtain that you, she used as like a cape or a wrap. Mm. And it was all, every single Playboy cover. Oh, small, sure. Small. Sure. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately with like the idea of Hugh Hefner and sexual assault and, mm-hmm. and coercion and all that whole discussion, uh, it only went for $8. 
Wow. Yeah. Can you believe that? I mean, that's an some guy like started screaming and left the uh, met, uh, left Metropolitan because he was so pissed off that wow. that that they were auctioning off something of about Playboy. Wow. I mean, meanwhile, Playboy, uh, I think w- w- recently just uh, had their first out trans person yeah, on the cover. The first out trans because they've had a couple, out trans. Right. Yeah, they've had in the past. I read that there was a few discovered later to be trans or whatever but yeah first out trans centerfold or whatever it is yeah i i mean i mean that's an, another that's discussion for all right mary but we yeah. should keep talking about this episode yeah anyway thorgy thor mm. t-h-o-r-g-n-i-f-e-l-n-a-g-r-a-d-a-m-a-l you know what i mean um so, <laughs> you know what i mean so yeah so we talked about uh this uh the, these boys dressing up as boys mm-hmm. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah uh which i loved mm-hmm. um anything anything in there um beyond that topic um i mean the one thing i wanted to talk about was i mean obviously the whole tyra singing thing um i was listening to the squirrel friends episode um the recap of this and uh i had noticed this and nick brought this up is like when they're showing those clips that like of tyra singing and doing that kind of veilography and the camera spinning (laughs) around her it's it's very much like um that scene in carrie when she's dancing with the prom date and like everything's going so well (laughs) um but when they're doing that shot, there is nobody in the background. And it's like, what is this? What is this moment? This is a recreation. This is drama- dramatization of something that happened. Sure. And that's really where I, as much as I love <clears throat> this episode and the drama and all that stuff, it's like, I'm I, I'm practically seeing the producer in the shot. You okay. know what I mean? All right. So maybe this was produced it, in a sense. It, it, it feels like maybe something similar to what we're hearing about happened and then they needed to drag it up a little okay yeah yeah so i hear you you. between us not seeing the actual let's get some more shots of you tyra dancing i mean how uh, yeah right while the other girls are doing confessionals like oh tyra let's just do this tyra cannot sit there and act like oh i was just in my own head when the camera is spinning around exactly exactly and you know that's what i wrote how can she really believe that she's in her own world yeah i mean Delusion. She's on camera. Convince yourself. She's on camera. Uh, yeah. I mean, they did talk about her passive aggressively, right? At the mirror. Mm-hmm. They kept calling her a bitch and, you know, whatever. And then Tyra starts hot gluing things. Yeah. You know, at this point, though, I felt that the, these contestants were tired. And I mean, tired and tired. Yes. Like, th- the competition is wearing on them. Mm-hmm. And this just kind of sucks. And they're, they've been in close quarters for a very long time. I mean, I'm just seeing that. Yeah. Well, and it's one thing, just the competition alone, the work alone of just being on this yeah. on the show doing this competition. But now there's all this bullshit with Tyra in the workroom. Right. It's just poking a finger in the wound. You and know? don't tell me that they didn't, I mean, that they didn't consciously exclude the Tyra Tati fight. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, the you physical mean the fight that we oh, didn't of course, see. It. Of course. We didn't see it. We heard yeah. about it. They can't that talk about it that weird. much and not show it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was I, weird. It was such a hole. I meant to do research on that. So a maybe. Nice big hole. Mm, I mean, I'm not, I'm not mad. Um, <laughs> I'll, maybe next week. I'll do some research on it. And then next week, if I have any tea on that, I'll, okay. I'll follow up. Um, should we move to the runway? Yeah, the only thing I wanted to say before we got to the runway was just kind of watching the queens get ready um, into their sort of bridal drag. It made me think about how weddings and being a bride is this like 
one day drag career for so many women. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, I hear you. Like the the type of bride you are is it's like a performance. It's like yeah, it's like the type of queen you are. It's right. like, you know, there's well, so many sacraments and so many rituals are a performance, mm-hmm. right? Where you get dressed up, you get all dolled up in a mm-hmm. big headdress or in a gown or in a kimono or something right. like that. Whatever your culture, you the the event is, it is a it's a performance. You're doing it for people to witness mm-hmm. and yeah. you're being a part of something bigger than you. Weddings are typically not about the people getting married. Right. It's a yeah. party for the yeah, family exactly. or the friends. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and we don't have to get into it, but it just sort of crossed my mind. I, re- I remembered that season six had a similar, you know, had the makeover challenge with the wedding dresses. And, and um, I was, it made me wonder what, if there's any connections of these episodes in terms of like, I think the gay marriage conversation that you were talking about is had more clearly in that episode than it is in this one. Right. And I, I'm not to be all right, Mary, about it, but it's like, is that because there's straight men in it? So, oh, now we have to talk. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. are they grounding the topic more? You know right. What I mean? Oh, I hear what you're saying. Um, but I don't, I don't, I don't remember what we talked about that episode. That was a million years ago. So, which episode was it again? The no, with with um, Jocelyn's season six, season six with Jocelyn yeah, Brandon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, well, obviously, there wasn't interpersonal drama going on that mm-hmm. episode. I feel like this yeah. episode, we probably would be talking about gay marriage mm-hmm. and talking about. You know that idea, right? Right, but there's just—I mean, this is season two, and there's Tyra. And yeah, yeah, there's Tyra. Um, yeah, the, and they're tyrant. Yeah, the tyrant of season two. Uh, the other tyrant. The other tyrant. <laughs> it's officially it's it's Tyra Sanchez, the other tyrant. Yeah. Um. So let's go to the runway. Run, run runway. Um. Tyra has a huge bouquet. Oh, you just—you were just jumping ahead. Yeah, uh, sorry, yes. Mary. Well, uh, I. I just, I just took little clips of notes because I'm just kind of like, that's kind of who I am. Yeah. But yeah, Tyra had a huge bouquet and it fucking sold. I loved it. Yeah. I, I did want to mention before we get into the looks, um, because this was like a moment that was like, oh, oh, I, I just noticed this now. It was when Rue uh, introduces and says hi to Merle. And then Merle has this moment of like, you know, hoping that I could actually be the bride. And I was like, oh, oh right. She was giving me, and I know I'm on this like Jewish kick today, but she was giving me J-date realness. I was like, oh. All of a sudden I was like, oh, right. Merle Ginsburg, single, looking for love in all the wrong places. This was the character of Merle I suddenly oh. had in my head. It was like, Oh, I know who you are. And I could be totally wrong. She's probably married with kids. But like right. that moment, I was just like... For me, I went to like, oh, Michelle Visage is going to replace her. And she probably knows by this season. So she's, she's kind of playing up her character yeah, a little bit. Like, yeah. oh, I wish I could be the bride. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, Merle, <laughs> literally always the bridesmaid, aren't you? Right, right, um, right, right. But yeah, she was giving me swipe left realness. <laughs> oh, Mary. Like, you know she's crazy, but... <laughs> Um, so let's get into looks. Yes. Yeah. So Tyra had, has a huge bouquet. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she chose right. You know, it worked with her look. I think if yeah. any of the other girls had a big bouquet, it probably would have looked kind of like, oh my yeah. God. Well, and the it? story that Tyra had of that is from her last husband's funeral. Right. I, right. It was just like, God, Tyra. You know, smart. I mean, the look was amazing. What she did with that dress was yeah. so cool. Yeah. And, I, and big shout out to Raven as well, who had a great runway. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. She looked adorable. I loved her performance on the runway with the wedding ring. I, yeah. It was a great performance. She lightened up a little bit. It was yeah. nice to see. Um, I also, I thought that Jessica looked amazing in terms of her makeup. Oh, yeah. She, she took the tips. Right? Yeah. She and it really, because that would be one of the things I didn't love about Jessica earlier in the season was that there was a bit of like, a little bit of a man, mannish 
quality because it looked like quote unquote mannish. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Unquote unquote mannish. Right, Mary. So, Um, yeah. Yeah. uh, And then also, I liked that she had that little ruffle. It reminded me of Linacia Sparks. Also, Puerto Rican queen with her um, first challenge look. Whenever there's something on one person, one shoulder, Mm -hmm. I feel like they. One of the queens gets red. I just oh. want that taken off. I just want it all to go away. <laughs> you uh. know, which one of them had uh, uh, the citrus, uh, I think it was season nine, where it was a pillow. Oh, um, who had a pillow? I who, was this, who was the citrus queen? I mean, oh, it, oh season, it was one? season one. Yeah. yeah season yeah. one. Was it was Chanel. Oh, was it Chanel? Chanel? Oh, right, right, right. She had the, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess so. Did they read her for that? Uh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. yeah maybe. Um, I feel yeah. like they read her for everything. Yeah, like what they read mean? her like the Bible. Uh, exactly. Oh my God. <laughs> Not King really. James. Yeah, Queen right, James. Right, right. They skimmed through it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. So I also I really appreciated Juju's gown. I thought her yeah. gown was um, well tailored. I liked her presentation. She always sells it. I mean, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't like Tati's dress. She had immunity. I, yeah. I did love the quote. Look at that keyhole by her no no hole. Oh yeah. It's like <laughs> all right, all right, Mary. Um. Morgan's, I didn't hate it. I thought it was fine. Whatever. You know what? I liked Morgan's. Yeah. It was drag. Yeah. You know, you you can either read the queen for being too drag. Right. Or, or too costume or not drag enough. Right. And I'm like, okay, I guess there is a sweet spot. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think it was costumey. I didn't either. And I thought, well. I thought her, her look with the rocker chick, I thought it worked yeah. for me. I thought she looked beautiful. I think it really came down to like. Who else? Who else? Exactly. Yeah, and because, Tati had immunity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it was like, well, it would have been a lot more drama though to see Morgan versus Tyra. Oh wow! I mean, it would be so interesting to to see Tyra in the bottom two this episode. Yeah, you know, because it's like see her fight to see if she would actually cave. Yeah, yeah. Because but but her but again, fuzzy fuzzy pink gloves. They probably knew she would have, and they wanted to keep her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Though I, you know, I like I like what Matthew says about Tyra, and it, to me, it feels like really summing up. I think why Tyra won this season. You know, he says you're you're like an old school drag queen, but fresh and new. And I think that's what her appeal is. And I think you know, right. RuPaul has talked about. She this. talks about it in the in the reunion. She's like, when you put that mm-hmm. uh, the the veil, the veil over your face. crying, yeah, it's like she knew she knew this was the queen. Yeah, and I think that like that's also it. It's like there's something. It's the scrappiness that we've talked about. Right. That I right, think right. that's why she gets away with the bad behavior because yeah. she's so. I mean, scrappy. white pumps aren't good enough anymore. No. You know? No, um, <laughs> unfortunately. Even though she loves her for that. And, but I still love her for it, but... <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, I... Um, so we kind of already talked about what happened on the runway. Yeah, I think, you know, the only thing I was going to say is they mentioned that, you know, Juju still hasn't really turned up the heat, which is what she was directed sure. to last sure. episode. And I was thinking, you know, not to jump ahead, but the next, next episode, episode... She's supposed to. That's supposed to be her moment. But I... Uh, this is my moment. This is my moment. Um, but you, but uh, I know that you love when uh, somebody's talking through tears. I so, so next untucked. It's like drag queen, I, beautiful, like cinematic goodness. And I've actually never watched that. I've seen a clip <gasps> of Juju's eyelash falling off. Oh my but God. But I've never actually seen the episode. So it's I'm, heartbreaking. I'm really excited. It's heartbreaking. And it's beautiful how she comes out of it, actually. Oh, yeah. I am. I mean, and then we get that lip sync. Oh my God. God, we got the lip sync. Yeah, the next lip-sync. episode. Yeah, even though I loved this lip sync. If you do, you want to move to that? Sure, sure. Um, we we can skip over Merle's Sahara was a little dry. Somebody's oh. that joke. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. Mean, it's just like okay, Merle. Um, right. I just thought 
this song, well, first of all, Rue getting worked up over her mother's death and yeah, there being that kind of emotional. Trying to get that Emmy. Yeah. <laughs> because there are moments where I'm like, mm, this feels like too on the nose. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, there's so much makeup that we don't really know how yeah. the face is. Um, but I thought Sahara slayed this lip sync. Uh, every move. Yeah. It totally worked. The ballet mm-hmm. kind of jump plies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she really like jumping off the stage. You know, it, it was like she. Oh, my God. Well, you know what I love? Sahara Davenport, Kennedy Davenport, Kennedy Davenport. did the same move. Oh, no way. God bless them Davenport. Yeah. I mean, she was giving me face. She was giving me body. She gave me moves. She was giving mm. me the drama. Yeah. And I think that's what that's what Rue wanted from this song. Rue, and Morgan yeah. was just kind of doing a drag queen's lip sync. She was doing a Tuesday night, you know, yeah. getting the job Tuesday done. night road show. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Cheryl Crow. Yeah. And exactly, I guess. Yeah. That's the name of her album. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, I don't really keep up with Cheryl Crow. No, no. That's her first album. The one with All I Want to Do on it. Oh, God. I feel like one or both of my parents had that album and it was one of those ones they'd like play in the car can you not, i want you to stop the sentence because i know you're going to insult the album and it is a wonderful album there you go so Mary. anyway <laughs> it's just oh that's uh, every day is a winding road yeah well it's just uh the part with the beer bottles and the peeling the labels i'm like what are you getting at cheryl what it's she's creating a atmosphere right my dad said it best okay picture my dad picture right. straight men in the country western scene even mm-hmm. um and he said to me, we were listening to the Cheryl Crow album, One Drive, somewhere. And he said, John, I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable. But when Cheryl Crow said, um, I like a good beer buzz early in the morning, for a woman to say that is incredibly attractive. I could I could understand that. And that there is But this, is that just because she's acting kind of masculine? Uh, I get what you, I get what you're saying, but it's it's more Not about to a culture. Piss on your story, I'm it's, just it's it's more about a culture, and it's more about blue collar, and mm-hmm. that's what that story was about. That mm-hmm. she was this blue collar thing, watching the world go by outside, where she's sitting there with this dude getting drunk at noon on Tuesday, mm. right? And then meanwhile, she's watching everybody washing their cars during their lunch break, hosing and scrubbing as best they can in their skirts and suits, oh, you know, God. and that happy couple enters the bar. It was this wonderful um, kind of picture of, of a class differential. And uh, it, was a, it was a really elegant way to paint it. And mm-hmm. she's saying, all I want to do is have some fun, you know? I'm just going to do my life. And it's, it's an interesting kind of idea. And I, I, I don't know. It's a, I love that song. I think it's so vivid. It's such Man. a wonderful story that says something so big about just describing a very simple moment in a, in a pissant bar. We had like this tiny like, like rest stop detour at Cheryl Crow. And you're like, <laughs> well, actually, I have a really meaningful story about Cheryl Crow. Like, wow. Yeah, sorry. No, I'm not judging it. It was just like, but it was such like a, that moment wouldn't, would not be something we could plan for this episode. Oh, right, right, right. And right. Like, Tuesday well, Night Right Show. Right. Yeah. And it's like, oh, and now we have this whole like... <laughs> Sorry, Mary. Anyway, no. I'm a huge Cheryl Crow fan, so if there's any Cheryl Crow fans out there, yeah. uh, you know... Well, how out. do you... And, and does your love of Lance Armstrong have any correlation to that? No. My, I don't love Lance Armstrong. I love... Uh, the journey of Lance Armstrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what he did was awful, and I think he's, you know, a kind of a shitty guy. But the idea of someone coming clean after that much mm. um, trauma um, and 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 holding all of that inside the ball he had to come back after all that. I'm- <laughs> I'm- <laughs> 
So anyway, the <laughs> fact that the fact that he, you know, was had had that issue with mm-hmm. with cancer, testicular cancer, and then felt the need so badly to win and prove that he was still quote unquote a man, that he was still successful, that he did all those drugs and then got sucked into it and then got so sucked into the lie and then was lying and hurting and and abusing the people around him and then finally to come clean and then honestly for me the story i want to see is what happens after that how do you come clean mm-hmm. how do you heal from that like how do you talk about that sure. anyway so yeah I, I i don't love lance armstrong i love the story mm-hmm. and i love that idea of of what happens after the storm sure um but yeah so cheryl crow and him used to date yeah yeah man we <laughs> like all right we've got a canoe um, back um, right <laughs> Oh, um, I mean, I don't I, like you. I don't like you. you happy? I don't like you. Um, Speaking of, I don't like you. We should. Uh, oh, so Sahara wins, and Morgan goes home. Morgan goes home. You know, there's that little moment ceremoniously in the workroom where she kind of like, I'm not gonna act crazy, and she kind of like does that moment. Um, that always endeared me in the last moment to Morgan again. I was like, oh, okay, you're kind of fun. Like she had like, really, it was like. Um, it was reminiscent of like Kamora Black, like going oh. home. It's like okay, I went home. I played. Right, it's fine. Home. Like I'm not yeah. gonna, like. I'm not going to start worrying about it now. Right. And it was like, I guess, especially now that we have All Stars 3 coming up, it was like, yeah. oh, it's a good note to leave Morgan It'll be on. interesting to see Morgan and, and who she is underneath the male kind of mm-hmm. alpha stuff that she yeah. put on in this season. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's actually, I'm, if there's something I'm very keen to see about Morgan in nice All Stars 3. Now, is know? she a nice girl? Is she, yeah, who is she, who is she? Who is Thomas, the, right. the performer? Right. Yeah. Like, what's he going to do when he comes back? Mm-hmm. What's his redemption? Yeah. Um. So untucked. Obviously, you know, it would have helped to see all the tapes that they were talking about. Yeah. This yeah. Show me the receipts. You know. Show me the um, receipts. But at the end of the day, and you know, our listeners might read me for filth on this, but I'm on Tatiana's side here. Um. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tyra, you should have just shut up. I mean, you just need to grow up. Like you mm-hmm. were doing this to be annoying. Like it was obvious to me. You right. know. Mm-hmm. However. All parties involved could have had a conversation like adults, but you know, they were tired, they were nervous, they were on camera. Mm-hmm. It's more interesting to see the drama. They're also 21. Yeah. So it's just an interesting twist. Yeah. You know, it was interesting to kind of watch Tyra argue her side because I wanted to see her just get totally taken down and she was fighting back pretty earnestly. Yeah. You know, and she was correct in how she called out Pandora. She's like, you're saying everybody asked me to stop and right. that's not true. Right. Um, and, you know, Pandora was like, okay, I guess you're right. Uh, and, you know, it, it's all, I don't know. It. I could understand the perspective or the place that Tyra was arguing from, but the sort of 65,000 foot view, I was just like, stop. Like you're dancing so fast to make this work when you know you were just fucking with everybody and you got called out. Right. And um, I think what's really interesting about all of this is um, how ultimately we do get some resolution. When we talk oh, about this with, like, again, we nine. see a, another conflict resolution. All parties apologize. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was no hug it out moment, and clearly there's still tension, but the conflict, except for the physical altercation that allegedly happened, right. um, was resolved. And, you know, Tati should have been gentler, Tyra shouldn't have been instigated, and she shouldn't have been so mischievous. Right. Mischievous. Mischievous. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'll take that on. Ladies um, and gentlemen, welcome to the stage. And, and, Pandora, and Pandora shouldn't have misspoke. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Pandora is as, like, grueling of an error it's like okay yeah sorry I it's like i misspoke all right whatever yeah, but like yeah. everybody did feel it everybody did want you to stop right but not everybody asked you to right right but like does everybody have to ask you to stop there's yeah. also that yeah and i will say that morgan's storyline 
of going home kind of gets bamboozled by this Tyra Tati drama. Again, yeah. yeah. I mean, I So we we kind of miss Morgan in that sense. She yeah, I, it does it. <clears throat> As someone who's such a prominent character in the first half of the season, right. she does kind of leave on an episode that's <clears throat> unceremoniously kind of like leaves. Yeah, yeah. it's not really about not her. Not really drama. Um I <clears throat> I think uh, she doesn't really fuck up the the lip sync. I mean, does, Sahara I, I, just kills it. I think that that Morgan does fine. It's just yeah, it's just that Sahara does so much better. She really killed it. Um, I loved when Tati had said like, um, and you're gonna know where I'm going with this as soon as I say it. Um, Tati says to Tyra like, if you think you're already famous, you shouldn't be here. Which made me think of then what are you doing here, Jeff? What are you doing here, Jeff? <laughs> yeah, which is a uh, Project Runway season, season five. Is it season five or is it season? Three Jeffrey Sibelia. I feel like that's season five. It was Jeff- Jeffrey Sibelia and Laura. What was her name with the red hair? I know, right? Oh, she was. Uh, uh, she was great. Yeah, here we go. What are you doing here, Jeff? What are you doing here? Beep beep, Jeff. Beep beep, Jeff. Is <laughs> <laughs> it from the original? That's it. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, that's exactly. All, yeah. yeah. Um. So this was so Jeffrey Sibelia. Here we go, Mary. Jeff. Do you think you're right or do you think I'm right? I don't know. Maybe split the difference. Is it season, season four? Season three. Season three? Season three, Jeffrey Sibelia. He won, didn't he? Yep, he won. Who were he the won. who else was on that season? So that was uh oh, it was a great season, actually. Yeah. Um Five was Kendall and Cutto and uh, Oh that's Cato. yeah, there's no way Jeffrey would be on that one. Jeffrey Sibelia. Yeah. Um so season th- so this is season three. Yeah. Yeah, so um there was uh, oh Keith Keith Michael. I don't remember him. Um, he broke the rules. Oh yes, he brought like um, design books. Yeah, I mean, he yeah, went home he was early. Like the gay guy. Yeah. Um, Laura Bennett. Laura Bennett. And then Uli was on this season. <gasps> Uli Herzog. And Michael Knight, who's gorgeous. Michael Knight. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, Michael Knight. Yeah. I remember thinking he should have won. Yeah. And then I remember his final runway was not it so. Was, yeah, it was not mediocre. so great. Yeah. yeah. And Jeffrey Sibelia did the zippers. Like it was. Oh yeah. It was fabulous. And he got red because they were like, "You had you." You didn't pay for that, or you had that made for you, and whatever. Oh, right, right, and you right. You have to say what you're gonna. Oh, have made. right. He had things that he said. Yeah, that and so made. Laura was like, "Fuck you, Jeff." Yeah, right, right. Yeah, what, yeah. Then what are you doing here? What are you doing Jeff? here, Jeff? Oh. Anyway, yes, it did remind me of that when yeah. she was like, you know, we're we're not famous yet, right, Tyra? And I think that that's happened um, on other Drag Race seasons. I can't quite remember where, but somebody was like, "We're not, you know, obviously we're all here for a reason." Maybe it was season one. It was mm-hmm. like we're all here for a reason. I, I think it was. Uh, I think it was actually Rebecca Glasscock who was like, and I think that Shangela has made this point in season three, right? She, I, and maybe even yeah, I guess it was season three where she against uh, Raja. She's like, okay, you might have more experience than me, but like this, we're is all a, here. We're all here. Yeah, like I'm in the same competition as right. you. She does make that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Shangela, Shangela, um, Shangi. Yeah. So anything else for this untucked? I mean, it was uh, obviously it was great. We could quote this. Oh, untucked. I mean, I don't like you. Know, if we're okay, gonna, but we've heard that lip sync so many times. Exactly. Um, you know, with Juju, I mean, it's said a few different times, but it, and we're so into this idea of like adults and children in the room, and Juju says, well, she, and she's a child. Oh, she's like, she's, she's a, a child. child. She's uh, a child. She has that like... <laughs> She's a child. She's a child. Um, <laughs> children shouldn't be in the next drag superstar competition. It's She's like, a child. She's a child. <laughs> I love that. It's kind of like when she does the impression of like, Katoy. Oh, Katoy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ooh, we shouldn't say that word. Right? Isn't that? I'm quoting. I know. I yeah. Know Mary. Sorry. All right, Mary. Um, good toy. Good toy. <laughs> um, yeah, she's a child. I love that. Um, I also just love there's. Uh, I. 
because Sahara is is going home soon, I noted that she is kind of under underrated as like a quotable queen. Like there, she's having a conversation with Juju, and she's like, "Don't try it, Miss Juju." And oh, right, like, there's right, a right, way right. that Sahara just talks like that. That just yeah, yeah, she's like, yeah. "Don't try it, Miss Juju." Yeah, that I'm. I don't know what you want from me, Miss Murrow. Things like that. Yeah. Like, I'm so. I thought we were girlfriends. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Sarah's really funny. What, and I it, wanted you to pick me. Yeah. <laughs> I think that she's such a like. I don't know. I guess obviously knowing that you know things don't end well for Sahara ultimately. Um, that's a terrible way to say it. I, I'm not good with death. Um, they're terrible with Who's death. Who's good with death? Some people I think are good at it. I laugh. Like death makes me very uncomfortable. Like I don't oh, like Morgan before yes, she's eliminated. That, that's like like when someone tells me bad news, I start laughing. Oh, like I that. see. Um, because that's just you know it's just that's just the kind of drag I do. But I. Um, I guess kind of knowing that about Tahara, it's like when you see her just being so sweet and so oh, charming, it's, it's like, oh, what a loss. And obviously she's such a fucking amazing performer. Right, you right, know? right. Especially um, this lip sync. It's just like, girl, this, I don't know why this lip sync gets swept under the rug. Yeah, yeah, you know? it really is remarkable. Yeah, her yeah. face. I mean, mm-hmm. I love it. There's that part right at the end of the song where she's like on her knees. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, oh, keep it going. Keep, turn it back up. She's like getting to the best part, you know? Yeah, yeah. The other thing I wanted to say about Untucked is, you know, and sort of a question is, you know, Tyra's very worried. She thinks she's going to be in the bottom, too. She's worried about what the judges are thinking. Do you think that the conflict and the drama that Tyra is creating is actually helping her chances of winning? I don't think it's helping her chances of winning, but I think that it's helping her stay on the show. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's also part of it, right? Is like, is that keeping her in the competition? Oh, this is a reality show. Yeah. Yes. Like, like she doesn't realize that, like. Even when the producers get to choose who stays and who goes, yep. they're not just cho- they're all talented queens. Yeah. Like, Every single one of them on that runway, we could have found something wrong with their dress yep. to say, "Oh, you need to go home." Yep. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Absolutely. No no one was atrocious. They could have read Tyra, they could have put Tyra on the bottom because she was being a bitch in uh, backstage. Right. Or they could have said her bouquet was too big. Right. Totally. They could have been like, "Oh, I'm not really it- seeing the story here." Like yeah. they could have they could have spun this any fucking web way they want. Yep. You and, know what I and mean? And those critiques go on for 20 minutes a half hour oh queen. yeah it can be anything anything because right. i think that like it's just it's interesting that like the the stuff that tyra's worried about it's like this is the stuff like when when santino says all the girls hate tyra it's like yeah that's part of why they're keeping her right and that's and i think that to rue it's like that's because she's got something special because yeah because rue and i feel like they were trying to make tyra the underdog here yeah because mm-hmm. uh gay people root for the underdog yeah obvi mm-hmm. and i I don't necessarily know if it happened this season. I think that they I think tried. they kind of missed the mark here mm-hmm. because there wasn't a Twitter culture. They didn't right. really know how this was all going to go. They're like, oh, well, it's all based on who does the best on the runway. Right. And they were like, oh, well, she has a son. Let's let's do this. Yep. But they didn't realize that there were people out there that were like, no, she's fucking annoying. She's right. a child. Right. She's a child. She's a child. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's a child. Oh, no, <laughs> I can't I stop. Juju B. I really do love Juju B. I hope people don't know. We're not, not making fun of her. No, of course we're not. We're just imitating. No, how it's, <laughs> I, it's like how she says Miss Honey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or like Tatiana, like her Honey. When Tatiana knocks over the clothing rack and she's like, "Oh, Miss Honey, that's dangerous, darling." <laughs> like it's, I, she, she does the. T- oh sir. no, sir. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you have the first scented box, yes, sir. Absolutely. You know, like right, she, right, right. She, she puts a little affectation on things. This, yeah. this, this is, yeah, she's drag queen. She's drag queen. Yeah, she's she's in drag she's always. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, airline. Yeah, airline. I love her. Yeah. Um, um. Yeah. So okay. So that's. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the last we really see is Tyra's promising to clean up her act. It's perfect pageantry. It's right. it's she's playing the game. Yeah. I feel like Rue is like I'm sorry, mommy. Mm-hmm. I'll never do it again. Yes, and with the fingers crossed behind. And your I back. think what Rue loves the most is the fingers crossed. Yeah. Behind oh, she like, oh, loves it. The nerve. Yes, yeah, she loves it. She's like, oh, you're out for a blood bitch. Yeah. I love it. You little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to steal my, my show, show are you, you? <laughs> Eve Harrington? Like that's what this is, and she's loving it. Yeah, and, and you know what? I mean, it made for drama it, the season. It made, you know, you it, can't right? necessarily knock it. It's like when people were complaining about there wasn't any drama in season nine because right. it was RuPaul's best friend race. Right. It's like, okay, is this what you want? Is this what you want? Yeah. Is this what you wanted? It's not what I want. Right, of course. It's not I love it when queens are nice to each other and we see the internal struggles. Yeah. But you know, every now and then there's a it, it's this is certainly something to talk about. We get to see guy, you know, issues within mm-hmm. the gay community. Yeah. But I'd rather see some more evolved queens having discussions. Right. Um, but, you know, that's just me. And some every now and then I love a season five. Right. And I love a season four. Totally. Yeah. Right. I love I love just some pure drama. Right, right. I think it's kind of like when we got to season nine and I think there was. All, oh, there was some crazy shit going on in the world. Right. There are yeah. all these opportunities to talk Pulse about things. Club, yeah. It felt. It, it felt irresponsible to not take advantage of sure. the platform. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much all I've got for this episode of Here Comes of, of Drag Race. I've got some other things to talk about. But yeah. Do you want to move on? We should uh, move on to our next segment we like to call Reddit on Reddit. Reddit on Reddit. So, Reddit on Reddit. There were, let me grab my phone because there's a couple things on there or just one thing on there. But the first thing I wanted to mention is. Um, Bob the Drag Queen uh, featuring Alaska just came out with a new song called Yet Another Dig. It's great. I mean, okay. it's drag queen music, and we can't we can't compare. The, it's not well, Cheryl Crow. But, ha- but have you heard Alaska's rap on season nine? The season nine queens. Her. She's a rap about season nine queens. Yeah, because she raps in this song as well. And oh, it, she does. There is a lot about season nine. Oh, so maybe it. that's what this is from. Maybe. Okay, so I missed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. It's so good. Oh and my the, god, the tea. Yeah. Oh, it's so good, and it's so. And the video is great. Oh, I haven't and, seen the video. Oh, I just watched it on um, Instagram. I think Exposing Drag Race had uh, like a, a sound clip. Of yeah, it. It, it's definitely from that. Yeah. yeah, and oh, the video is great. Um, th- of course, you know I. I love the intentionality because there's like backup dancers at one point and they're both bigger boys. Okay, cool. Um, with no shirts on. And one of, them, one of them is that guy, Big Dipper. Oh. Did I tell you that I went to college with him? No. We were RAs together. Oh, you did together. tell me this. Oh, you did tell me this. Yeah, we were RAs in the right, same building. Big Dipper. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was just this, you know, just this guy. Yeah, nice. we, didn't, we weren't like close or anything, but it's like I was... I, you didn't like... Put your mouths on each other's D's. No, I did not take a dip in the cool waters of Big Dipper. Of Big Dipper, I didn't take a big. You didn't find out if it was a Big Dipper. I didn't. I did not. I follow the North Star. (laughs) Yeah, right. No, my (laughs) telescope was not pointed at that constellation, Mary. I tell you that for goddamn sure. Um, I mean, not that I wouldn't, but I just he wasn't slipping Orion's belt. You know what I mean, Mary? Absolutely. Oh, oh man. Ryan. Oh, oh Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> Unbuckle for me. Oh, Ryan. <laughs> Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Come on, astronomy. Yeah, right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage astronomy. Astronomy. <laughs> <laughs> She's a star. <laughs> <laughs> She's out of this world. <laughs> Check out that black hole. <laughs> 
Don't get sucked in, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that Milky Way oh, is that, something oh else. Oh, my God. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It does a body good. Oh, girl. <laughs> Uh, it's better than Uranus. Oh. <laughs> How did it take us this long to get to a Uranus joke? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. All right. All right, All Mary. Right, Mary. <laughs> uh. Anyway. Um, Reddit on Reddit. Reddit on Reddit. Uh, oh, oh, so, oh, so, yes, you were going to talk about. So, yeah. So, that, there was that. So, then the other thing I was going to talk about is one of our, one of our Marys uh, was asking on Twitter to talk a little bit more about the tea about the letters under the door that queens had gotten in past seasons. I think this has happened in season three and in season four. I know that when the Squirrel Friends did their recap of season four and it would be the Dragazines episode, I think they talked about this a lot as well because that's the episode where this clip is in Untucked okay. of Jiggly saying... Um, oh, right. Yeah. You mean, ain't none of, none of you motherfuckers got a letter under the door? I quit. Like That's kind of like the full quote. Okay. And then they obviously cut it in the episode. So I think who spilled this originally, I'm just looking for what I, I, I saved it on Twitter or on Reddit. Twitter, Reddit. Where are things? An event. I can't find it. So I'm just going to Well, like... I, I, if you want, you can look for it while I talk about something else. Because I do want to uh, give a big shout out mm-hmm. to, do you want to look for oh, it? Oh, I can remember. I'll just, okay, it's, go real, for it. it's a real quick thing at this point. Essentially, I think Willem first talked about this, um, that... Uh, I think this happened to Delta, Carmen, Jiggly, um, Mimi. I'm first. Like she knew she was going home before she picked up India Farah because the hotels they're staying in. You know, it's like when you check out of a hotel, they put the little oh, note right. on your yeah, door. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so these queens, the day of elimination, were getting these notes under the door. Thanks for your stay at the Holiday Inn, West Hollywood. You know, and so uh, yeah, that was there was some messiness there for sure. Um, but that's pretty much all the tea about it. it it's pretty simple. Like, that's kind of how so it played out. It, it's, it's happened. It's I wonder definitely if it, happened. It probably stopped happening. I think they probably figured out, like, like oh, oh, shit, we can't this do that. going to work. Yeah. Right. But um, there's definitely, there's, I mean, if you're a regular Redditor, you're familiar with all this tea. But there is a lot of compiled um, stuff about past seasons that maybe we can talk about another episode. Okay. There's lots of, like good stuff yeah so um so i'm gonna bonus episodes yeah so i'm just gonna tease that out all right um i did want to give a big shout out to stephanie's child which Mm -hmm. i talked about last week um they had a drag show last night on thursday called witchin and bitchin Mm -hmm. um at the yotel it actually i thought it was the green room at new world stages but it's not thank Mm -hmm. god because it was a bigger venue at yotel Mm -hmm. um you know, uh, this is a big venue actually in New York. Even mm-hmm. Oblazada, who plays Kim in Miss Saigon, mm-hmm. she has a weekly show on Wednesdays. Wow! At the hotel, is it in there? Like, like because on the ha- fourth floor. Yeah, because I stayed at Yotel before yeah, I moved you did. here. Yeah, Yotel. Yotel. It's a really cool like place. Yeah. It's really really it's cool. Very kind yeah. of like uh, it reminds me of like Jap anime. Uh huh. Kind of like cartoony. Yeah, I felt like I was staying on a spaceship. There you go. Yeah. 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 So uh, anyway, so uh, I sat and I watched this drag show of these three very, 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 very talented queens. Look-wise, singing-wise, and then host-wise, there were parts of that show where they made up harmonies and a song 
that just came out of somebody saying something oh, in the wow. audience. Like it was brilliant. Yeah. Um, and I, I highly recommend that you guys uh, are Mary's out there. They're going to try to go on the road. They're mm-hmm. putting together a demo reel so that they can start just to kind of like yeah. send it out. But they are, it is like the real fucking deal. Yeah. Like this yeah. can be a pop drag trio mm-hmm. in that sense. They do an amazing parody of, of the Skylar sisters from Hamilton, but it's oh. called the grinder sisters. Okay. And it's, all the words are changed mm-hmm. to be talking about being on Grinder. Yeah, I mean, look around, look around. Exactly. <laughs> oh my God, it's brilliant. So anyway, so it's Jan Sport, mm-hmm. and then there's Laguna Blue, uh-huh. and uh, Rose Queen. Oh sure, Slay Rose. Right. And uh, they are. I think it's um, one of their boy names. I don't remember, but I know Jan Sport is Charlie, and Rose is Ross. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are. so 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 good and mm. the next time that they have a show I'll try to promote it even more but mm-hmm. like people need to see these queens these are local queens these are not RuPaul's Drag Race queens yeah we should be supporting local drag yeah obviously they're all over the country these talented queens and I think it's important that we as drag fans mm-hmm. go out and put our money where our mouth is support yeah. other drag queens because this is an important movement if we want to have uh, some sort of effect on the gender revolution and this assertion that that boys don't need to dress like boys and girls don't need to dress like girls, Mm -hmm. that we can have idols, we can have role models, we can have people in the media that are just putting everything on its head. And I think that the more drag comes to the forefront, much like what, uh, was it Ben de la Creme who said, uh, you know, the fact that they're having or was it Trixie? The fact that they're having drag queens, you know, now on TV is an important thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that we need to keep going and we need to yeah. keep supporting local queens, not just the drag race queens. Yeah. Well, you know, that it's interesting when you think about like the off season, you know. Because how are drag queens going to get famous outside of RuPaul's Drag mm-hmm. Race? But like between drag race seasons, people are like, oh, I'm just waiting for another season of drag race. It's like, well, there's so much drag out there God, that you could like, you could then divert your attention to. Right. And Dragula's on uh, Amazon Prime now. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I just watched a clip the other day of there's this Atlanta queen, Eva Destruction, who I <laughs> fucking love. She is, I mean, I can't believe she's not on, I think they've confirmed she's not on season 10. So, uh-huh. spoiler alert. Um, she is remarkable. Just unfucking believable. And it's like, and I think in the Atlanta scene, like she's considered, it's like, oh, she's one of the big names. Right. She's like well respected. Right. Um, and it's just like some of the stuff she was doing, it's like, oh, there are queens who've been on Drag Race who couldn't do this. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like, there's just that perception of, like, if you're not on, like, only the best queens get on Drag Race. Not true at all. Right. It's queens who are good for TV for yep. that season. That have a story that are a little mentally unstable. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, and Any that's... reality show. Absolutely. And I think that, like... Why if, do you think Michelle Visage was on Celebrity Big Brother? Exactly. Because she's great TV. <laughs> um, but I think as well, it's like, if you're not somewhere where there is a lot of accessible local drag it's like girl there's the internet like there are so many queens you can go out there and discover right um you know and and maybe that's something we can help provide is like and we've talked about this as like you know finding some resources yeah Yeah. of like queens to go check out yeah you know while you're waiting for drag race to come back we should do a better job of that on twitter um yeah but you know uh if if there it seems like uh, there's more of a demand for it on Twitter, we can post on Twitter. Otherwise, we'll email it to you, Mary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's there's some there's some great drag queens. Yeah. just performing anywhere. Yeah, um, yeah. And what's nice about the internet is that it could just be in your home and it could be private, uh, right? Especially if you live in an area that is not you know saturated.
saturated with drag queens like New right. York City. Like we are very spoiled. You know, you, surrounded by drag, yeah. absolutely, and all different types. But like that's a very that's a specific exception. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Anything else on Reddit on Reddit? I think that's it. Otherwise, I mean, you know, they had the All Stars three reveal, and after that, it was just kind of like. I think there was like, oh, okay, well, I guess these are all, most of the queens we knew. And there's, you know, been a, a little bit of, you know, rumble about the mystery queen. We've had a lot of Mary's contact us want to know who the mystery queen is. Sure. Um, certainly, if you want to know, not that we know it, but these are the rumors I've heard, um, you know, you can always just reach out to us. Yeah. And speaking of which, mm-hmm. if you would like to reach out to us, you can reach out to us via email at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to see cat pictures, dog pictures, questions about drag race, thoughts on season two, um, thoughts on anything. Tell us about yourself. That's great. We love uh, learning about our listeners, um, especially if you're in Dublin. Like, I, th- we have so many listeners in Dublin. What do you guys really Yeah. How did, how did we do that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's super cool. Yeah. Well, obviously, Panty Bliss is big there. Anyway. Um, sure. And they're super liberal. No, it's just like, wow. I, I mean, of like, it's like, oh. Oh, all these All Right Mary fans in Dublin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and then you can also reach out to us on Twitter um, mm-hmm. at All Right Mary. Yeah. And of course, you can always head over to iTunes. You can leave us a five-star rating, leave us a glowing review, letting all these potential Marys out there know that, like, yup, if you're going to choose a Drag Race podcast, this is one to put on the list. There you go, Mary. All right, Mary. Um, and for our last chance lip sync, mm. it's finally kind of coming to a head. Uh, it was inevitable. It was inevitable. We don't mean to be ironic, but uh, you ought to know, know that our last chance lip sync this week <laughs> is all I really want. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> How long will this take, Baba? So uh, until I get your congratulations, <laughs> I will hold this grudge. You'll be the heart of the house. Um, I'll be joining you. Um, so the last chance lip sync for this week is probably one that would be. Uh, an intimate one, one that you would maybe do a performance of at, at Nightgown. Oh, perhaps. yes. This is Your House by Alanis Morissette. This is the hidden track on her Jagged Little Pill album, mm. and it's a cappella. There is a B side uh, that came out uh, years later oh, yeah. with uh, an accompaniment behind it, mm-hmm. but the, the real version is the a cappella version because at oh, yeah. the end of her shows um, back in 95, 96, when she went on her Jagged Little Pill tour, she would sing this a cappella at the end of the show, like wow. dripping wet yeah. you know, from this crazy show. Right. And yeah, this is the last thing she would sing, and it it's... It, is an outcry oh it's uh, so good and it's it's beautiful Ugh. um i would love to see a drag queen do this oh i'd love to see sasha Valor do yeah. this oh yeah like with a projection right I mean, i'd love to see her do this right capital right. letters yeah um i could also see somebody doing a parody version like on youtube totally where somebody's sneaking into somebody's house yes you and could... then you know so they come home right <laughs> like, like, what could... are you doing naked right, in my right. shower why are you dancing <laughs> right <laughs> Right, right. Doing a funny dance in the shower. Would you forgive me, love? No, get out of my house. I'm going to call the fucking cops. Uh, But anyway, uh, read it either way. Right. Um, Otherwise. Here is your house. Yeah, otherwise we've got nothing left to say to you. So um, I don't anyway. So till next week. Bye. See ya. I went to your house. I walked up the stairs. I open your door without ringing the bell I walk down the hall Into your room Where I could smell you And I shouldn't be here Without permission I shouldn't be here
Would you forgive me, love, if I dance in your shower? Would you forgive me, love, if I laid in your bed? Would you forgive me, love, if I stay all afternoon?